0: Everybody, Welcome to another episode of the DFS DOS, your fix of DFS information, strategy, and analysis. I'm your host, Ben Hover, and As always, I'm joined by the two J's, Joey and Jared, and gentlemen. You know, week 12 was incredibly interesting for DFS. We had a wide open salary, a ton of viable plays, and viable lineup constructions for cash games, which resulted in a tight, high-scoring week on DraftKings. The cash line, setting around 158 in single-entry double-ups, pretty much means that there was little to no room for error. So on today's show, we will recap all of that, we'll recap our tilt, and we will recap the players that you needed to have to win or cash highly in GPPs. But before we do that, Joey, would you mind telling the people
1: how to support the pod? You can support the podcast by following us on Twitter and Instagram at the DFS Dose. And then you can go and subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube at the DFS Dose. Same handle across all platforms.
0: How did you guys do
2: today? Jimmer. Emmanuel Sanders f***ed me on that non-catch catch.
0: The non-catch catch that put them into scoring position. And then
2: he scores a two-yard touchdown. Unbelievable.
1: You know, I I didn't even see that catch, so I'm going to go watch that.
2: Yeah, go watch that non-catch.
1: So it wasn't a touchdown catch, it was just...
2: No, it was the catch that got him down to the 5 or the 2 or whatever wasn't an actual catch. The touchdown catch was a catch. It was the 33-yard completion or whatever it was to get him down to the 5-yard line. Okay. Honestly, that is... Oh my god.
1: Well, it was rule to catch, so... Yeah,
2: because these rushers are stupid. Shout out to you guys.
0: That's tough. How about how about you, Joey? What what tilted you on this fine week twelve
1: weekend? Honestly, I don't I don't think much tilted me. I mean I lost, so there's that, but nothing really tilting, just you know, made some bad plays and that's on me.
0: Nice, nice. The humble approach, but um, you know, I I, I have no no humility over here. I, I'm on full tilt because you know, much like how Jared has a do not touch list, I've, I'm creating a list of my own. It's called the <laughs> my <laughs> life list, and I'm adding James Connor to it. Number one on the list because this is now three weeks in a row, two weeks in a row. I played him in cash in seemingly good road spots and just absolute. Disappointment, you know. He he had a better game than he had last week. Instead of having like nine points, he had like twelve points. Awesome against this this twenty seventh ranked DVOA or whatever Denver team. Twelve point five points from Connor. You know, it's just, it's just I don't I don't get it. They they're leaning on Big Ben on the road, so it's basically you can throw out the last you know ten years of Big Ben splits, and mm-hmm. I just don't know what's going on anymore.
1: Yeah, uh, that James Connor narrative road is is gone sorry
2: yeah it died wonder what happened
1: (laughs) died today rest in peace
0: um (laughs) you know do you guys think that connor is going to be viable going forward because he's you know i don't know it's just he's not the same player that i think we thought he was uh i mean i wouldn't say
1: that i don't know it's coming off a bad game a couple bad games three bad games three bad games three in a row. I don't I don't know honestly
0: maybe he's just touchdown dependent and I mean he, he had those he four, had a lot of touchdown he had
1: those four weeks straight where he went over thirty but he also went over a hundred yards rushing in each of those four games and I mean he had thirteen attempts against the Panthers where he only scored fourteen points and then he had nine attempts last week and I'm not sure how many he had today but he only had fifty three rushing yards so it's like if they're not gonna give him carries like you know, then he's not going to be dependable.
0: Yeah, part of, part of the reason the Steelers running back is so, you know, like such an attractive coveted spot in fantasy is because they get fed so yeah. much. And if that's not the case, you
1: know, the value is not there. If you just look at his game log, like the games where he's getting 25, 30, even 35 touches, he's snapping. He's putting up over 30. But if they're only going to give him 8, 10 carries a game and then a couple catches – he's going to be mediocre and put up 10, 12 points. It's literally in the game log. Yeah, that,
0: that's fair because, I mean, this was a matchup you think they would have worked Connor quite a bit, and they did not. Uh, luckily, I'm pretty sure that they're playing the night game next week, so he won't be something we have to think about for at least two weeks. But, um, you know, let's transition here and talk about some of the players that you needed to have to win GPPs uh, right off the bat. We can stay in that same game and talk about Juju Smith-Schuster, who just had an amazing incredible day 13 catches 189 one touchdown that converts into 40.9 dk points he was under 10 percent owned in the three dollar play action just monster game i don't even know what to say i I anticipated that he would have been matched up against chris harris but harris was on brown for most of the game which really freed up juju to just completely eat
1: harris plays in the slot but he'll travel to to lock up top receivers, but like you just said, uh it freed up Juju and then he just obliterated the Broncos secondary. Ninety seven yard touchdown. Incredible. Yeah, he he had a great game and he's a great uh receiver.
0: Oh, were either of you on him at all? I, I had zero Juju lineups. I was
2: totally fading that whole game except James Conner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right.
0: Yeah, I played some Brown, obviously. I was on the wrong Steelers receiver, let's talk about another player who just demolished the entire slate. (laughs) Another player that none of us were on for some reason, and that is CMC, the great Christian McCaffrey. He pulled off the 100-yard rushing, 100-yard receiving game, only the 31st player in NFL history to do so. 7 for 125 and a touch rushing, 11 catches for 112 yards and a touch receiving 237 total yards, two touchdowns, 52.7 DraftKings points, coming in, you know, between 17 and 18% ownership, depending on what tournament you look in. Just an absolutely incredible showing. Joey, would you still prefer James White? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yikes. That that's rough because Christian McCaffrey is a bona fide top five running back right now in the NFL he's not what (laughs) he's not (laughs) oh i see so we're living in a fantasy land huh
1: no we're just talking running backs in the nfl right now i'd rather have Gurley, uh lev alvin Kamara, david johnson saquon that's five right there i'd rather have all of them
0: i mean you're you're arguing semantics at this point the point is is that cmc is the goat
1: Okay, you think Gus Edwards is the GOAT. Well, that's, I mean, that's factual, <laughs> as was proven today, but we don't need to get
0: into that yet. Let's not spoil the entire show.
1: Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is good, but, you know, he, he had a great game. The best game, the f- best fantasy game on DraftKings this season,
2: right? Yeah, I think he was the first yeah, 50. I think he was the first 50. What did Saquon get that Thursday night, or that Monday night, whatever it was against the Eagles? 40. Oh, was it? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, McCaffrey, uh. He killed the Seahawks. Literally killed them.
0: Yeah, I think there was one drive that the announcer said, I, I like caught the end of the drive, but he was like, yeah, Christian McCaffrey has every single yard of this 75-yard drive. Like He literally put the entire team on his back today. Just incredible. Like, he's, he's, I, I got so much respect for CMC. He's a baller, yo. Let's talk about another baller uh, at the same position, Saquon Barkley who is an absolute baller. 13 carries, 101 yards rushing with a touch, and 7 catches for 41 and 1 receiving, 36 DraftKings points. This dude owns the Eagles.
2: Honestly, they're his son now. (laughs) Already, he's a must-play against the Eagles every trip. Twice a year, you get to play Saquon and get 30 points against, against the Eagles. Pretty
0: much guaranteed, and... Just the amount of usage that he's getting is
2: incredible. Completely living up
0: to his draft stock, he's an every week starter and definitely an elite running back in every sense of the word.
2: He's amazing, honestly. I still no, no, the... no, 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 no. For that team, I completely disagree with what you were going to say. Yeah, no. nah, nah, yeah. Not. You can't take the for back. a different team. I agree. For that team, no, you need a quarterback. You need to take Rosen Allen trade up for Baker or something bro you can't just take Saquon can't fix Eli obviously
0: yeah I mean it's pretty apparent if you just look at this year that I mean Saquon is a top running back in the NFL he's completely worth the pick in that sense but when you look at the team they have under four wins so you know they're just not they're a non-contender
1: yeah uh, my bold take on the last podcast is uh done now because they are eliminated from the playoffs I think
0: yeah Let's talk about some of the chalk from this week because, you know, all in all, the chalk pretty much worked out. If you look at some of the top owned players in cash, Nick Chubb was almost 40% owned in cash, 30% in tournaments, and he had a pretty good game. Failed to get the 100 yard rushing despite having 28 carries. He just really couldn't find anything on the ground, managed 84 yards and a touch. Uh, also had three catches for 44 yards and a touchdown reception and the touchdown reception was pretty awesome I don't know if you guys saw that where he he basically had it over the dude's head like you know Nick Chubb got pretty much no respect coming into this year as a pass catcher and he's showing that he can get it done he I mean you know he's not going to be Christian McCaffrey out there getting 11 you know like 11 catches per game but He's not gonna be Jordan Howard either, who looks completely clueless. Like he, he can make a play through the air when he has to, and it resulted in almost twenty eight DraftKings
2: points. I think honestly how old is Jarvis? Do you know? He's like twenty four, right? Twenty five? Yeah, twenty four that core that they have going there with Baker, Chubb, even Duke Johnson, um, Njoku, Jarvis, and Callaway, that is that's yeah. bro. That's gonna be an insane, insane core for the next years to come. Chubb's a monster. I don't know how he got locked up today. I didn't. I didn't really get to watch that game.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested to see because, yeah, I mean they were winning pretty much the entire yeah. game. Um, Andy Dalton got hurt, but uh, I mean he got it done fantasy wise because of
2: those touchdowns. I mean, I saw the, I saw the receiving touchdown where he picked it off that boy's forehead, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> That's all I really saw. Uh, I'll be interested to go back and
0: look at some highlights for that. Another chalky play that worked out this week was DJ Moore. Um, You know, eight receptions for 91 yards, also had a rush for seven yards. 17.8 DraftKings points. He was about 42% owned in the single-entry double-ups. You know, good play. Thankfully, it worked out. DJ Moore chalk part one a couple weeks ago was an utter failure, but this time uh, he converted.
2: Like like we said, or at least I said, he's gonna take over that number one and Funches is gonna be an afterthought. Funches is trash. I, I agree. Um Funches, I don't know, he's like a tight end. It's just so big and non versatile. That's what they wanted to make him a tight end coming out of college, but I mean they I still had that. they still had Greg Olton who's like ageless at this point. Yeah, maybe uh maybe he'll be a good tight end with his next team. Who knows? <laughs>
1: you don't think they're gonna keep
2: him
0: i mean they could keep him like i'd, I'd want to get rid of tory smith before i wanted to get rid of him but like i don't know i don't know if like if if he gets any kind of interest in free agency i don't i don't see why they would prioritize paying him he seems pretty replaceable to me
1: yeah he's he he's not good
0: just regarding dj moore he's the perfect example of a player that you need to be reactive and get into your lineups. You know, we talked about on our preview podcast how we didn't think DJ Moore would maintain the role that he showed in the Lions game last week in this game. However, you know, we didn't know at that point that Funchess was going to miss. And once he missed, it it became like completely apparent you needed to play DJ Moore in cash for 4.6K, so... You know, we talked about that on our live stream, and it's just another example of why you have to be posted on NFL news at all times.
1: That is 100% true. Make sure you follow the NFL, then you'll be good at fantasy. Well, maybe. Eh,
0: maybe. Um,. Manny Sanders, we don't really have to talk about that. I don't want to open any more wounds for Jared. Yeah, 7 for 86 and 1. According to Jared, it should have been 6 for, like, 50 and Bro,
2: just go look zero, at the catch, dude. Just go look at just go look at it. I can't even find the highlight. I, I, I will as soon as Bro, this as is done. As soon as, yeah, as I can't I'm going to find it on Twitter and, and send it to you guys. As soon as that dude hit the ground, dog, the ball came out. He didn't make a move. He didn't take a step. The ball came out as soon as he hit the ground. Move on. Go ahead. Move on. Move on. <laughs> let's talk about.
0: Let's see. Who do who could we go on here? Um, how about the other D Moore that you needed to play this week? Um, not D J, but David Moore, who this week was the sub 4K wide receiver that you needed to play because he ended up getting four catches for 103 and one 23.3 DK points. Um. You know, if you look at the top of the GPP leaderboards, he was in a lot of the winning lineups, I would imagine, because, you know, he was the contrarian person to bring back in the CMC game, and obviously all of the people at the top of GPPs had CMC, so that makes sense. Um, but David Moore, 23.3 points at 3.7K under 2%.
1: David Moore seems like he scores a touchdown every week. How
0: many does he have on the year? He's got to have at least like he's five he, or he's six. A, he's got a
1: good amount. And Tyler Lockett also kind of balls out uh, week in and week out, too.
0: Yeah, Lockett had over 20 points Lockett's this had too.
2: under I don't think he's had under 10 points this whole year. He's
1: hes
0: becoming a lot more consistent because that was kind of the problem with him before. They're
2: making up for the
1: loss of Doug Baldwin, basically. Because Doug Baldwin has been irrelevant so far this year. So him and David Moore are stepping up.
2: If you guys want an easy 10 points every single week minimum, just play Tyler Lockett. I honestly don't think he scored under 10 points this whole year. In a, in full PPR. If he did, it was like 9.7 one time.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a beast. I like I like Lockett. And Moore is the perfect replacement for Paul Richardson in the Seahawks offense. Just that fifty fifty guy that they can chuck it to and he'll come down with the ball.
2: Mm-hmm. Yo, when I when I saw D Moore pop up on my phone for a long touchdown, I got so hype. <laughs> and then I looked at it and I was like, damn
0: that's rough that's rough i see some people in these gpp leaderboards who had both mores the double d more i didn't even consider that double dipping with double d a
2: lot of people had russ russ to win it right he had like 26 right
0: yeah yeah russ was russ was up there russ and cam both
2: cam balled out cam had like 70 yards rushing didn't he
1: yeah he had he was 25 uh for 30 so 83 percent completion percentage two touchdowns one interception eight rushing attempts for 63 yards he had 23 points so so at a 6200 price tag
0: yo that's the perfect opportunity to talk about cam 2.0 josh allen the goat josh allen the goat you know i I won't accept any disrespect from joey who you know faded the bills because he's a fish um i mean the clear move in this in this instance is just play all bills for the rest
1: of the season yeah play isaiah mckenzie and then Yep. The other guy that scored the seventy-five-yard touchdown, forgot his name.
0: Yeah, I thought the Bills scooped up Ruben Foster type quick.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's like Robert Foster or something like that. Yeah, he's know. had Robert a couple big Foster. plays
2: since he got since he got signed called up whatever it was
0: it's tough because you know I, I i went really heavy on shady mccoy this week assuming that the bills would win and the jags would collapse which basically did happen it's just i didn't really anticipate on Allen vulturing all of the rushing work from mccoy because Allen went 12 for 99 and one originally they had it for 12 for 100 so that's tough for anybody who lost the 100 yard bonus but Allen wasn't that popular yeah. so most likely didn't affect anybody but damn i mean Allen showed what he could do big arm dude dude is just nice i i, I like alan i didn't future. know that
1: he could run like that coming in like into the nfl i didn't know that he had that that uh capability
2: yo if i played josh allen and i missed cash by three points because he needed it twice to end the game <laughs> i would be so hurt oh he so lost tilting. the 300 i mean the 100 yard bonus because he needed he needed the ball out
0: damn that's that's rough but I mean, I didn't see what his ownership was. I'm sure it was like sub one percent.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Let's see. You know a quarterback who you can play week in and week out, right? Andrew Luck. Um, another game over twenty. I think he has
2: the most three touchdown games in a row no, ever. No, is that no, no, is that true? No, no, no. It's tied for third, I wanna say. Brady has like ten, I think. I think it was Brady. Yeah. Brady's it had a, Pay it had been two. that year when he had Randy Moss.
1: Yeah, it was 2007. But he's gonna get he's gonna get up there.
2: Brady had ten. Yeah, I saw the stat. I saw the stat earlier. Brady
1: had ten. Pay Manning had eight. Andrew Luck has seven.
2: Nah, Andrew Luck has eight now. Okay. Oh,
1: now he's tied. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe it was tied for a second. Then I thought someone had nine. Maybe not. I know he. I know he has eight hmm, though. Okay. That's crazy though. He's on a. I mean, honestly, MVP season
0: borderline definitely comeback player of the
2: year he i think he's got yeah, that he probably the just yet. won't win it because of breeze and mahomes but
0: yeah um that's tough because he's not on as good of a team that won't get as far in the playoffs so yeah he probably won't win mvp but i mean he's playing damn he's playing incredible he's just so efficient so explosive did you see
2: at the end of the and... game that that pass to chester rogers he was getting rushed up the middle ducked under ducked under the sack and completed like a 35 yard pass to chester rogers to like pretty much seal the game
0: that's nuts and you know i feel like week in and week out you just need to make at least one gpp lineup with luck to ebron because all, all they do is link up for touchdowns ebron now has 12 touchdowns on the year he's averaging a touchdown per game
2: yeah, that's incredible. what looks like incredible nice sa- safety net in the red zone
0: <sighs> it's crazy I, I never thought that ebron would overtake doyle as the tight end in indy like the main tight end i mean i get you know doyle plays more snaps but he just doesn't get the red zone usage, which is clearly the more valuable asset in fantasy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Doyle did score a touchdown. Well, don't don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. All right.
0: No, he did. He did. He did. But it's like what?
1: His like second or third maybe. I know. I know he missed some. Yeah, games. he missed a bunch of games. Not some. He missed like six or seven. Probably I think more. So do you think
0: that this is like a? something that'll continue for Ebron in this time with the Colts, or do you think it's like a one year thing like the like the eye ear I mean, in Cincinnati? The
1: real question we should be asking is was it Ebron or was it the Lions?
2: So are you saying that Stafford sucks so bad that he made Ebron's talents go to waste? You know, I'm not
1: saying that, <laughs> but some people might. I don't know. You <laughs> it. I didn't say anything, nah, nah. bro. I said is it the Lions? That's all I said. I didn't say nothing about no. Stafford. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. I'll,
0: I'll answer your question. No. All right. And I'll answer my own question. Ebron is a sell-high candidate. If you have him in any kind of league, like a dynasty league or you know a redraft league that you can still make trades in, sell Ebron. Because it's just not sustainable to be playing like you know, a third of the offensive snaps and be scoring like this. I, I definitely think that this is an anomaly if we were doing, you know, some trend in anomaly as far as his touchdown rate. But, you know, maybe I'm just hating because he completely trashed the Lions on his way out. But I don't know. Ebron was garbage for so long. Like, that's not as a Lions fan. The dude couldn't catch. Like, he straight couldn't catch. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going no, on. I've, but I you know, felt that for so
2: long with Jermichael Finley. They're like the same player. Boys yeah. just could not yeah, catch the maybe. ball. maybe.
1: Shout out to the real NFL fans, if you know who that is.
0: On the other side of that same Colts game, you know, Kenyon Drake snapped. He had two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. He had 26.6 points, under 2% owned in GPPs. And I kind of feel bad for overlooking this because we were on Deion Lewis last week because of, you know, the way that Colts get exposed to running backs. Jared had all these... Stats regarding that And I just never even considered Drake this week And I don't know that, I think it was an oversight yeah, that's personally a, that's on What me, do you guys fellas. think?
2: I, should, I don't know why I didn't know why I didn't bring that up Tough, Tough. Oh you know did
0: you guys see uh, Fournette throw hands With Shaq Lawson
2: Yeah that shit was lit
1: <laughs>
0: And I, you know I got nothing but respect for Fournette After the game you know the typical player reaction Would be like you know I apologize You know I should have kept my emotions in check Now Fournette he is just like I did what I had to do, like that's straight G. I, I respect it, but I'd be tight if I rostered Fournette, cause he he was on pace for a monster game. He had 95 yards and two touchdowns rushing, just short of the 100-yard game, and he got ejected in the third quarter. So, you know that's 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 so tough if you had Fournette on one of your DK rosters, cause he was pretty popular and and was definitely on pace for a 30-plus point game, but ended with uh under 30. I don't know. I mean, he still had a good game, obviously, but you know, the potential was there to win you GPPs. I think.
1: Yeah, 100%. He would he would have been up there with the with the Saquon and not really with McCaffrey, but you know, he would have been up there.
0: No, no doubt. Um, disappointing. Um, and the Jags are just you know out of it yeah, this year. So. And probably until they get rid of yeah, Bortles. Yeah.
1: Bortles is really trash. But I mean, can't do much when his offensive line doesn't want to block anybody. Like I don't know if you watched the game or not, but like. There was one play where they let three unblocked rushers come through. Like, the linemen were just standing there. Didn't know what to do. D- didn't know who to try and block. They literally just let them run through, and he had to
2: scramble to the right, and he threw it away. Like,
0: Well, if Fournette can overcome it, Bortles should be able yo, to. Yo, did you
2: see that right hook so, Fournette laid on Shaq Lawson? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, he was not they, playing. They, dumb, they re- they really got into it. I honestly don't even know what happened. Did he just get blocked too far or something?
0: Nah, it was... Uh, well, I, I actually didn't see what happened either, but it was on the Moncrief catch. So,
1: yeah, Bortles threw it to Moncrief, and Moncrief Mossed them and then they were laying in the end zone for like five minutes on top of each other. And then they didn't really pan to the fight until everybody was on the sideline, and then I think somebody pushed somebody late, and then Fortnite came over, and they, and then him and uh, Lawson got into it, and then they just started, just really fighting each other after they got into it. I think that's so stupid, p- yo. Someone, was, it. It. I
2: wonder who's gonna get suspended. Both of them, right? They have to be. At least fines. I don't know if they'll nah, get
1: suspended they get after. If you get
2: ejected, you don't get suspended. Oh really? They'll get. They'll get fined. I thought they for followed sure. baseball type things.
1: Nah, I think. That's...
2: That's stupid. They should get suspended. Honestly, that's just stupid, bro. It's
1: childish. When um, AJ Green and Ramsey got into that fight, and AJ Green didn't get ejected, he got suspended the game after.
0: Oh, when my son AJ Green laid the body slam down. <laughs> <laughs> I I will respect AJ Green till my last day for that. Yo, body the, slam
2: best, right, the best the best mini fight I ever saw. Andre Johnson on Courtland Finnegan. Yeah, son took his helmet off. and snuffed him.
1: <laughs> straight ripped his helmet off and threw some haymakers at him, bruh. Andre Johnson, uh, like a six-two, six-three, big old dude. And this dude, Portland Finnegan, is like five-nine, one-eighty. 180. Just straight up molly
0: <laughs> Getting back on track, though, you know, Jared, you called the Mayfield game. My man had four touchdowns, was under 5% owned in turnies. Um, Mayfield is really, really coming along.
2: Yeah. The
1: best thing from that game was Demarius Randall handing the ball to Hugh Jackson after oh, yeah. he, he off the ball he, and then handed after him after the ball. Him.
2: <laughs>
1: Absolute savage. That was. He's funny. got my respect for yeah. life.
0: Yeah. No. No doubt. That was awesome. And I think Hugh tried to go say something to Baker after the game ended, and he just completely Baker got. He tried to go in for
1: a hug, and yeah, and Baker was like, "Yeah, nah." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good. Good for him, yo. He was a traitor. That's yeah, crazy. He probably got hired
1: I, him, I, like...
2: I, I think he's just going to he's going to take over from Marvin Lewis. That
0: yeah, I read that report this morning that they're considering him as the next head coach of, if Marvin retires. It's like, yeah, you know, whenever you have the chance to get someone who can win 3 games in 3 years, you got
2: to lock it, like it down.
0: It, I hope they give I hope they give him 10 years for 100. It's like million. they
2: just want to be losers, like they should have gotten rid of. I mean, Andy Dalton was starting to come into his own, and then he just started to be an Andy Dalton again. And then, like this, offensive line isn't the greatest. They don't they don't have any superstar playmakers on defense, really, other than Geno Atkins. AJ Green's about to be, you know, coming off another year riddled with
0: injuries. He'll be yeah, over thirty. Like, but, like it's tough for the it's tough for the Bengals.
2: They right need right to. Uh, it, it's time to tear. It's time to tear it down and rebuild. And they need to get rid of Marvin Lewis. I don't know. I don't know how you could be so bad and lose every playoff game for so long and keep your job.
1: Uh, Who knows, but let's get back to some DFS talk.
0: Yeah, you know, interestingly, uh, we could talk about some of the Chargers players who snapped. You know, Eckler had a big game. He was under 5% owned, had 26 points. And, you know, some news just came through that Gordon has an MCL injury and could miss... Potentially extended time, so Eckler is going to be, um, you know, someone you have to really consider going that forward. That hurts
2: me so yeah. much, yo.
0: Yeah, Melvin was having That's an incredible my son. year. That's
2: That's really my son since day one, yo. Since he came out, since he was birthed from Wisconsin into into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Ugh, sad. Yeah. sad, 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 it but is sad. But it's it's normal. I feel like Melvin fade. He fade. Melvin fades his type ty, uh, time of year, anyways. I feel like every single year he either gets injured or... Well, he definitely went down
0: this year. Um, yeah,
2: hopefully he gets better. But, you know,
0: if he doesn't, it looks like Rivers is going to be able to keep the keep the team on track because he had just an amazing day today. 28 out of his 29 attempts were completions. Um, 25 in a row. I think he set a record today, right? Tied it. Yeah, nice. N- nice by Rivers. He,
2: he had a great game.
1: Yeah, he, he balled out 25 yep. straight completions. That's good
2: crazy took him out of my cash lineup i made so many mistakes today
0: yeah that, i mean i don't know like I, I don't i don't think that that's like bad necessarily nah,
2: it's bad yeah yeah <laughs> i should have just cut process him over <laughs> results yeah yes.
0: the thing, i mean if you landed on lamar or winston like both of them were popular and both if i out.
2: played okay let's just let's see how my dfs slate ended today if Emmanuel Sanders doesn't catch that ball, I cash. If I pick Ertz over Kittle, I cash. If I pick Rivers over Lamar, I cash. Like, bruh.
1: Yeah, but that then that means you gotta make sacrifices somewhere else in your lineup, so you could have went from somebody that snapped in your lineup to somebody that didn't.
2: I knew though I had mm-hmm. three hundred left over. I could have went from Ertz to Kittle or Kittle to Ertz, and I could have went from Lamar to Rivers. Rivers was six thousand? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. He was 58. He was only 100 more uh, than Lamar. See, I wasn't even looking yeah. at Rivers. Lamar, I mean Lamar ball. Me out, neither. I mean, I mean that's what 40 yard run at the end put him over 20. Yeah, Lamar had a had another uh, great game.
1: He's pretty good. I don't I don't know how the Ravens can go back to to Mister Flacco.
2: And the stat sheet will stat sheet will lie because those two interceptions were like flukes. If you guys saw those, they're not. To bounce in the air and Yeah, they
0: were they were both t- tipped balls. Yeah, you know, let's do a quick round of trend or anomaly because we're already here. I mean, Lamar Jackson. Do you think that the way that he plays is going to be a trend? Like, is it going to be sustainable? Essentially, um, I mean, there was already reports this morning before the game that he would keep the starting job, and I think that you know, two two straight wins as the rookie first round quarterback. And it's only Joe Flacco. Like, he, he's not losing this job. So the question is, you know, is he going to be able – is this, like, going to be an effective style of play in 2018 in the NFL? Um,
2: since I yeah. haven't watched the games, does he get hit hard? Does he, like, run like Camara? Kind he, of. Does he get hit
0: hard? Um, I think that people are careful to hit him. They're careful to hit him because they know anything could just be, you know, a penalty, 15 extra yards. So I think they're relatively careful with how they go at Lamar. And he's smart he knows how to slide it's not like RG3 where he's running into just savage abuse
2: well if he's if he's avoiding hard contact then yeah I mean I think it'll be fine I personally would not want to see my quarterback running 20 times a game I think the way they they uh, played today was perfect the pass pass to run and yeah he, he had
0: 11 carries so 11 carries was good and he showed some acumen throwing the ball I mean he made a couple of good deep throws. Only 178 yards and a touchdown, but I think that he had a big throw to John Brown get called back that would have made his passing stats look better. And like you said, the two interceptions were fluky. So um, I don't know. Just in, in terms of, we're talking about a player who had three turnovers, two interceptions, one fumble, and 22.2 points on DraftKings. Like I feel like his style, especially in terms of DFS makes him one of the highest floor plays that we've seen in a
1: long time yeah we're just sticking with dfs you could play him every week he's a baller 5900 next week (laughs) against the falcons
0: oh lock it down lock it down um speaking of the falcons who we know are a running back you know funnel what is gus the bus's price next week
2: 48 (laughs) yeah oh it's lit
0: Oh, I'm so excited! We can get back on the Bro, ghost we're bus. We're gonna get. We're gonna thought get. Thought we never left.
2: For what? For ten six or whatever it is, we're gonna get fifty carries almost probably next week.
0: Oh man, locking it down in cash yeah. again, Joey. Uh, how dare you say that, my, my man? The bus was never gonna get a hundred hundred yards, you know, rushing again in his career. He's gonna do it for a third straight
1: time next
2: I week. I wish he was more involved in the passing game. That's my well, only thing.
1: Yeah. See when i said that i assumed that he was going to be the starter there's that his passing his his equity in the passing game is none that's the only thing
2: that hurts him dfs wise but like so he's almost touchdown dependent i feel like since he has no equity in the passing game like you guys said so i mean for 4800 if he's going to be chalk you have to play him i'm gonna put that out there right now if If it turns out he's going to be chalked, you have to play him for 4800
0: I mean, obviously we'll get into this more in our preview, but I think that if Alex Collins returns, um, which he likely will since he almost played today, I think that'll get people off of him, which will be a mistake because he's not getting that job back. Like, I I could tell you because I watched a lot of this game, I had a lot of Lamar Jackson, and obviously I had a ton of Gus in in my lineups, like... Gus is so much better than Alex Collins. He he's a legitimately good running back. Like he just shoots through the line. Like the old expression, like shot out of a cannon for a running back, perfectly describes him because that's what it looks like. Get away from he the you know, he he's <laughs> dead ass. I, I I love the way he runs, but like yeah, like you said, it's gonna be tough on DK. He's a supreme fan duel play, just the, the a great play for that site if oh, you play yeah, over definitely. there. But yeah, I mean I mean he had he had just about fifteen points without any equity in the receiving game. So I think that he's gonna be a decent floor play, somewhere between twelve and fifteen without a touchdown and you know between twenty and twenty-five with a touchdown. So, you know, play him in good matchups essentially, like next week. But, you know, we'll talk about that on our preview show. Let's talk about someone who is in a great matchup and completely Busted. Well, I guess he didn't bust, but I mean OBJ, definitely a disappointing day. Five for eighty five. Yeah, so thirteen. 13 points. points. He was like forty percent owned in cash.
2: I feel like that was kind of an easy fate. I don't I don't know, yo. I'm not I'm not a fan of attacking the uh Eagles defense.
1: When they have no corners I mean they got God.
0: obliterated by the Saints. When they
1: have absolutely no corners, how can you not play them?
0: I, I agree on a certain level, but I mean I I would never have been in the situation where I'm playing OBJ for three hundred less than I'm playing, you know, or paying for Saquon Barkley, you know what I mean? I'm just going yeah, up to Saquon. That's a hundred percent fact. Because he's going to get as many targets, plus you know, just so much touchdown equity and the rushing work. It's just yeah, yeah that that's an obvious play know. to me. I felt
2: like there was too many good receiving options this week. Like lower for me, obviously Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, that's Julian fair. Edelman, uh Keenan. I don't know. I feel like Keaton could have had an even bigger game.
0: He definitely could have, but they just didn't really have to, you know. They had that game in hand.
2: Yeah, the Giants should have won that game
1: too. But Eli is terrible, so.
0: You know, speaking of that game, ugh, I made the wrong play, and, and you talked about it, Jared. You did the same. Like, I played Kittle over Ertz. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Like, it. I don't know. I mean, Kittle out-targeted him, right? And Kittle... This this is what pisses me off, because someone asked me on Twitter, and they were like, well, why didn't you just play Brait? Okay, so Brait had 11.6 points, and Kittle had 11.8 points. 11.8 points. He had 0.2 more points and three times as many targets. Like, that that to me is the definition of bad results over process, because you could have just played Kittle. Like... Oh, it's just so tough. I thought it was really sharp to pay up at tight. Not nah, but... it was.
2: Not nah, it was sharp to pay up a tight end. Except we let the matchup getting way get in the way of think. If we really thought about it, Carson Wentz coming off the worst game he's ever played. Who do you think he's just gonna throw a hundred times to? His best friend in the offense. Yeah. So we. I mean.
0: Yeah. I don't know. In retrospect, yes, Wentz bounce back to Ertz makes so much more sense than Nick Mullins on the road. Like I don't like that yeah. was just bad. Sometimes you you just get too into it with the stats and like how bad the defense is. You don't just think of it like at a base level and like no, I should be going with Ertz, obviously. If it had been like a two K difference, it would have made more sense. But like when when they're only what three hundred apart, just just go to Ertz yeah. in the future.
2: And, and um, you know what also worked out today? Dante Pettis. He's hmm. in the slot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. is called it. Should have played <laughs> It him. worked.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like I feel like that would have been kind of fishy early in the week but you know it made sense when you think about the slot matchup like we've talked about and goodwin being out they were gonna have to throw and you know (laughs) they funneled it to the slot like everybody does who plays the bucks it's crazy speaking of the bucks do you think that winston you know i mean he had he had a good showing obviously he could revert at any point but he managed to get through a game with no interceptions which i think might have been the first time a bucks qb has done so this year
2: i mean that's an anomaly cuz he's probably going to throw at least six more the rest of the season 49ers suck i mean it worked out today that's not going to happen he'll probably average an interception the rest of the year interception a game he's got awful dude i'm not, i'm not buying into one <laughs> game at home against the 49ers
0: yeah you know that's probably smart um but still, we've seen that they're pretty much if if you can get a Bucks QB in fantasy for a full week without them getting benched, you're gonna be you're, you'll be straight. Cause I mean, he he had twenty five point eight DK points. They just throw so much and they throw so deep that it's like damn near a lock that they're gonna get a three hundred yard bonus if they play a full game. That's the one thing with their offensive system. They this should year.
2: just put a whole bunch of money into that defense this offseason. If they just put. A whole bunch of money to that defense. Like, if they're scoring over 20 points a game, that's going to be hard to lose if your defense is decent. Because that defense, if you can name three superstars on that defense, like, I'll pay for your DFS career.
0: Okay, we got Vita Vea. (laughs) (laughs) You got Jill, McCoy, and Kwan. That's it. Yeah, that's fair. They definitely need some defensive talent. And um, we can wrap the show here. Just a couple more people to speak on what do you guys think about Josh Adams? He was surprisingly chalky in cash, thirty-two percent, which in my opinion was incredibly fishy because the reason that people did it was because of a like a report in the morning from Rappaport and Schefter that he would be like the starter. Like, oh wow, he's gonna be the starter. Like, you know they're still gonna get the other guys involved, but I don't know. I just didn't think you needed to play Adams with McCoy and Gus down there in the same price range, but uh I mean Adams had a great game, twenty-two for 84 and one, and he also had a 52-yard touchdown that got called back on a holding penalty. So, two straight games with 16 points, and he'll probably be the feature back for the Eagles the rest of the way.
2: They only everyone only played him so they could pay for Saquon. That's literally the only reason they played that. Yeah, they played him. I mean, it was a good matchup too.
1: Better play than better play than McCoy. No, I, not at all. Yes, why not? He was uh, he was cheaper and a better matchup. Obviously, the report was somewhat true. He got like he what sixteen carries, uh, uh, twenty two, even better. I mean, I was against McCoy all week, so
0: yeah. I so su- I suppose. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like no. Like I just feel like McCoy coming off the bye, having a I don't know. I I thought that McCoy was in a great spot, but yeah. I, I suppose it Jags. definitely worked out for Adams, and if not against the Jags,
1: yeah, not against the Jags.
2: Man, I'm not scared Bro, of the Jags. You They're obviously so bad. Should just- play josh allen you get running back one numbers and uh do be three numbers honestly hey hey if we gets you 26 points give me that all week all all year every day
0: by the way not to mention that mccoy's on the bills and adams is on the eagles is another reason to go to shady
2: yeah
1: great reason so you know argument over <laughs> um yeah
0: uh, last last thing I want to ask, uh, Joey, what did you think about Sony in his return? How did he look? He obviously had a great, great game. You
1: no, know, he, he had the most rushing yards in, a, in the game for his career so far. Did he? Um, How
2: many did he have?
1: 133. Yeah, one
2: 133 in a touch. Yeah, I, um, I benched him in season long.
1: See, he's a, he's a great running back, you know. But if we're talking in terms of DFS, he is kind of touchdown dependent. Just like Gus word, you know, no equity in the passing game because they're going to put James White in. But the thing is, is that Sony can do it. It's just they'd rather have James White in there. So it's kind of like, oh, my God, like, I have Sony or I'm playing him and he's not getting any catches. But it's not like he can't. He's a great catching uh, running back. It's just James White is better. So in terms of DFS, it's just, like, hard to play him.
0: That makes a lot of sense. But, I mean, if he could just get a little bit more equity, like if he had, like, for example, like three catches per week, kind of like like a Chubb stat line, like that would be perfect for him. That would just raise his floor a bit and just make him a much better player. I think, you know, maybe he'll get there eventually. Um, follow-up question, Gronkowski, uh, he got a touchdown. He was semi-relevant for a moment. Um, what did you think about a Gronk? Catch. How did he look? That's all I
1: got It was a good catch. Gronk looked good um you know he had the obviously that good touchdown catch uh 34 yards 14 points cheapest he's ever been he looked good it, it's nice to see him back
0: would you be willing to go back to him in a in the next matchup i don't know who they're playing At off the top against of my head. the
1: vikings
0: it's not a terrible matchup
1: no it's it's really not um what's his price 5400 Ooh, that's interesting
0: but on our next show, you're going to be able to hear great things about how Saquon Barkley is under 8K on DraftKings next week, how Kareem Hunt is only 7.8 against wait, Oakland.
2: Wait, you said is Sa- <laughs> under 8,000?
1: Yeah.
0: He is. Why? Because DraftKings is putting some respect on the Bears' name, I guess. But, I mean, my God. I mean, Aaron um,
2: Jones, the GOAT in a smash spot against Arizona. Tune in
0: that is going to be it for us this week on the DFS dose. You can catch us on Thursday where we will preview all of week 13. And yeah, you know, if you guys are playing redraft, good luck next week. Cause it's going to be the decider on if you get into the playoffs or not. So shout out to all of our redraft people out there, but, um, yeah uh as always you can follow us on twitter instagram and youtube at the dfs dose same handle across all platforms you can also follow my personal twitter at ben hover b-e-n-h-a-u-v-e-r guys tell them where they can find you, can you. find
1: me on twitter at joey Carrion and underscore
0: uh you could find me at jared underscore underscore marcus all right guys i hope you played cmc this week and if not you know G-G. sucks to suck
2: yep <laughs>